0: a very special episode of the YOY podcast. Um, We are uh, coming to you live uh, from the
1: Tyler household. I'm not going to tell you which one. You guys are going to have to figure it out eventually.
0: This is a, not a normal episode, we're not going to be talking about Jeff Cirillo, we're not going to be talking about Arthur Rhodes, uh, we're going to be talking about Ken Griffey Jr., um, which is kind of the opposite of what we normally do here, but we have a, a, a very special guest. Uh, this is a, an interview with a lifelong Mariner fan, and a person who taught me about being a Mariner fan, and uh, the glory in its misery, my dad. So, Welcome. Thank you, Toddler. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. I'm, I'm glad you are here. Um, we, uh, I know you very well. And you know, know me you. very well, and therefore I know your schedule. And you did something super cool uh, a couple weeks ago, and um, I kind of wanted to talk to you about it because it has a lot to do with our podcast, where Mariner fans often pine for the, pine for the days of yore uh,
1: when one Mr. Ken Griffey Jr. used to play. Yes, yes. I was fortunate enough to actually go back to Cooperstown and watch Ken Griffey Jr. get inducted into the Hall of Fame. How was it? It was absolutely fantastic. Um, He did a great job on his speech. Now, everybody knows, uh, not everybody, but most people know Ken Griffey Jr. doesn't like public speaking. Not a great public speaker. I actually didn't know that. Um, Yeah, he just, uh, you know, he kind of likes Limelight in a way, but not so much, and he's just not... He always kind of backs away from being in the spotlight when it comes to public speaking. But he did a fantastic job. Uh, It was very heartfelt, sincere. um, And uh, the person who got inducted with him, Mike Piazza, did a tremendous job. I mean, it's worth listening really to both of those speeches, whether you're a baseball fan or not. Uh, It was great. It it was an honor and had a wonderful time.
0: So it's interesting that... Griffey it goes into the Hall of Fame at the same time as Mike Piazza because of the whole steroid thing. Uh, and knowing that, uh, I think you were telling me there's some great, great, great lines about uh, how clean it would seem that Griffey played the game and it seems to be almost indisputable that he did not use steroids during an era where it seemed like one in every three players were um, I don't know if you can necessarily say the same for Mike Piazza, and I don't know if anyone necessarily cares. But
1: uh, you know, what, what, did that come up at all in any of the speeches? Did it? No, come up in no. The, I mean, there was you know, and during the so all of the activities that were associated with it, you know, when you talk to people and you meet people there, there was it wasn't even really discussion then. I I have heard Peter Gammons, who was actually there at the Hall of Fame. I actually got to listen to him interview Ken and Mike. He's always said, "I will guarantee you one thing: King Griffey Jr. has never taken any PEDs, steroids, performance-enhancing whatsoever, mm-hmm. and he doesn't has never said that about any other player
0: mm-hmm. who is,
1: you know, that the uh, magnitude of a star, except for Brett Boone. <laughs> no, no, he didn't mention Brett. <laughs> oh, okay, weird. That's weird. I figured he would have. But the, 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 the conventional wisdom of King Griffey Jr. is, I mean. Here's a guy who played his heart out, He we, and he said that he went for every ball, crashing crashed in the center field countless times, broke bones, broke legs, slid mm-hmm. the base, and it took him a while to recover. And a lot of times when people use performing enhancing drugs, it's to help their recovery time. He didn't do that. I think they figured he had 482 days on the DL. If you average all that out, if he played and was healthy then, he'd you know, have like 750 home runs and you know stuff like that. But... He never did. He just wasn't his type. But, uh, Mike Piazza. Rumor has it they might have had some, but it was such a minor thing, and it just it just kind of got downplayed. So yeah, it was an issue.
0: One of the cool things that the Mariners did for the inauguration. I mean, this it's it's a it's a big deal for a lot of reasons. I mean, a King Griffey Jr. is like the Seattle sports god. Um, uh, b and kind of more importantly, for mariners fans specifically, he's the first mariner player ever inducted into the Hall of Fame, and the Mariners I know they were going to do a couple cool things for him because of that what did they what did they wind up doing for that?
1: Well, this weekend uh they have a series with the uh Los Angeles angels and uh, they're Having first 20,000, I think, get uh, a miniature plaque. Uh, I'm not sure about the number, but uh, they're handing out miniature plaques. It's a replica of the Hall of Fame plaque, which mm-hmm. we have right in front of us now. I right. see it. It's great. It looks awesome. And uh, they're retiring his number 24 from the organization. So mm-hmm. no one on the team or even in the minor leagues associated with the Mariners can wear number 24. Uh, they have. I think some bobblehead dolls. Anyway, they're having. And I, and I my understanding is, I think Ken's got going to be there for this weekend for part of the stuff. I, I, I can't verify that, but that's sort of what I heard.
0: Bill Bavesey is going to have to have his number twenty four back tattoo. <laughs> Bill
1: His name didn't come up either. That's, during that's the so year. weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was strange. <laughs> oh no, no, it was. I, I tell you, when I, when I went there, it was amazing. There was. So crowded, they estimated 50,000 people. I talked to people who would go to the Hall of Fame induction every year and they said, nah, 70,000. And it seemed like there was 70,000. And more Mariner fans than New York met, I mean, because Piazza went as a New York Met, and as yeah. you can imagine, since it's in New York, there was a huge contingency mm-hmm. for Mike Piazza. And... There were so many Mariner jerseys, but what was interesting is there was Cleveland and, of course, Cincinnati. And I actually talked to some of these people. Someone had a Pittsburgh. And I go, Who are you here to see? He said, well, King Griffey Jr. Uh, you're Pittsburgh. He said, Well, he was born in Pennsylvania. And then, <laughs> and I go, okay. And then, and, and then I talked to a Cleveland guy. And he says, you hey, drove through hey, Idaho once, like, yeah. right? But what was interesting because because I talked to these guys and I said, Wait a minute. King Griffey Jr. was my childhood idol star. I didn't care what team he played. And so what yeah. we as Mariner fans forget is King Griffey Jr. was the most popular player in baseball, period, during yeah. his heyday. I mean, and, and that's what they talk about. And so I met a whole bunch of people who didn't have, weren't Mariner fans, didn't have Mariner jerseys, but they were there to see King Griffey Jr. That's super because cool. Because he was just, he was it. Yeah. And he made baseball, back the last line on his plaque, which we just have to run uh, Easygoing nature and love of the game helped define a new era for baseball's popularity. Mm-hmm. It really did. I mean, he was so. He made bad. baseball cool. He made baseball cool again. Kids got into it again. He wore his hat backwards. Mm-hmm. When he got up to give a speech, you know, he went through it all and it, and it was, you know, emotional trouble. When he got up, he, unbeknownst to people, he snuck a hat up there and at the very end of the speech, He says, you know, my dad told me that your first team is always, you know, the one, your best team and the the one you love. And he says, I am damn proud to be a Seattle Mariner. Mm -hmm. And he took the hat out and put it on backwards. And that was the, you know, kind of the end of his speech, photo shoot. But it was actually really touching. It was great. And the place went crazy. That's awesome. So your first team is the team that you stick with. Yeah, well, that's, you know, now, of course, the antithesis of that is Mike Piazza's first team was the LA Dodgers, and he went in as a Met. So, but I'm you know. just
0: you know I'm just I always have Alex Rodriguez in the corner of my mind whenever I talk about Ken Griffey Jr. because they're <laughs> the exact opposite. Somewhere he has a migraine; he doesn't know why. <laughs> uh, so uh, there was a parade. Yes. And there were other Mariner players, uh,
1: past Mariner players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So present for that, right? The, basically, the Seattle Mariner organization. I mean, this is one of the things they did right. Uh, is they brought out all the Seattle Mariners who have been inducted into the Seattle Mariner Hall of Fame. So Dan Wilson, Edgar Martinez, Jamie Moyer, Randy Johnson, I think Alvin Davis uh, and Jay Buhner. Was he Jay there? Buhner? Okay, we're all there. And, uh, and that was cool. They all had seats up in front. So that was that was a very neat thing that the Mariners organization did. Awesome.
0: Um, what do you think about the current state of Mariners baseball compared to when Ken Griffey Jr. was playing? And why does there seem to be such a crazy difference between those, you know, a, a 20-year, sometimes maybe even just 15-year difference between... When Griffey was playing in the 1995, 1997, 2000,
1: 2001 uh, versus what's going on in these last? If we knew the answer to that, I guess we should would be, you know, owning and coaching a team. That, that doesn't seem to be true. Uh, I, you know, I sometimes
0: it feels like I know exactly what they should be doing.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I the new management is. I think they did a pretty good job of. Uh, getting some new players. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of disappointed they don't teach fundamentals. They don't hit cutoff guys and make so many mistakes, base running mistakes, and you're kind of going, okay. I I, I don't... The day when King Griffey Jr. there, one thing that was different is we had Lou Piniella, and uh, Mm -hmm. Lou Piniella was a heck of a coach, and uh, I think that... uh, Despite one, probably a guy that you'll do on your one of your future podcasts that (laughs) came to Seattle and had trouble and left, and he complained about Lou Pinella. Okay, what's wrong with Lou Pinella? The guy, I don't get along with him. All he cares about is winning. (laughs) Okay,
0: (laughs) really. It's, it's sometimes winning is not important. What's important is having fun. It's, it's you get those airplane rides, you get those catered dinners.
1: Yeah, that's apparently what's, that's, that's what nice. this. That's, um, that's and hitting wasn't important to him either. So, uh,
0: spoiler alert, that was uh, Jeff Cirillo. So, so uh, yeah, we'll probably talk about him. <laughs> he really deserves his own episode. Yeah, um, did so uh, w- one of the things that we talk about with with why oh why is uh not just the failings of the organization and different players that have gone through the system but also the frustration of being a mariner fan and one of those levels of the frustration of being a mariners fan is feeling like you're not getting respect and the epitome of feeling like someone deserves respect and isn't getting it is edgar martinez did edgar
1: martinez come up Yes. At the Hall of Fame. It did. I actually uh, went to, on Monday, the day after the Hall of Fame, uh, you had to be a, a member of the Hall of Fame to go to this thing, so I immediately joined <laughs> and uh, got, was able to round up a ticket. because It was sold out, me and this guy we went with, and we listened to Peter Gammons' interview, King Griffey Jr. Mike Piazza, and it was great because it was way low-key. King Griffey Jr. was much more comfortable, much more relaxed, and Peter Gammons, blessed his heart, during the course of this interview, he said, Well, I expect to see you, Ken, and you, Mike, in the front row seat next year when Edgar Martinez gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> well, the place went crazy. Of course, i Mariner fan. But yeah. everybody was crazy. And so they spent the next ten minutes, Mike, too, talking about how great a hitter Edgar Martinez was. And they just went on and on and on. And interestingly enough, so anyway, they went. They also talked about Israel and, and yeah, and that's in, not, you know, I
0: mean, that's, you know,
1: Ichiro will be in. Ichiro's that's, a lock. It'll be interesting he's to see. He's a lock. and I think he's
0: probably a lock for a Mariner uniform oh yeah, as well. He'll be a
1: lock for a Mariner, and, and he'll be up. But King Griffey Jr., in, in addition to talking about, you know, all the great things that Edgar did, and, then of course, they you know, Peter Gammon says, I, I watch it at least four times a year. I watch it four times a year when Edgar hit in the double and he scored doing <laughs> his stuff. And so they went through that, and, and yeah. King Griffey Jr., and that's what he said. He said, well, I'm on first base, and Edgar's up. I'm, So okay, we're we're fine, <laughs> you know. And and uh, and Piazza goes now. Who was that radio announcer guy that was on you? Uh, knee, oh, knee so they just talked about Kneehouse, you know. So it was. I mean, for for all the years of frustration of being a Mariner fan, it was great for that one hour period to live <laughs> back in the glory of of that game and King Griffey and Edgar Martinez, and uh, it was it was really nice. But it was great, Peter Gammons, you know. Threw so that was out.
0: do you think he was saying that to like? pump up the crowd or do you think that he was saying that because he actually believes that there's a legitimate chance for Egger to go into the Hall of Fame because he's been getting his his vote has his vote percentage has been going up but he's getting, I think, to that threshold where he's well, about... His vote,
1: yeah, his vote percentage was 43.4% last year, which you've got to be 75% to get in. But uh, it was up
0: from the, from the, it was from up. the previous and year. Some right?
1: people think that was because King Griffey was on the ballot, too, and so you kind of remember Edgar was a mm-hmm. can, and he got that. Um He's got, I think it's basically 10 years, uh, you, and you have to have a certain percentage. And so he's got 10 years. So he's got like five years left, I think. I think this is his fourth or fifth year. Okay. So he's got some time, but he's got to maintain a certain percentage. I think Peter Gammons didn't do it to pump up the crowd. I, and I don't know if he did it, but he thinks he will get in. Peter Gammons believes he should get in. Mm-hmm. And um, he's he's just, uh, he's old school baseball Appreciates the fact that another guy that didn't do Peds, a guy who stayed with the same team the whole career, a guy who you know had an unbelievable work ethic, uh, great person, integrity, you know all the things in Peter Gammons' mind, you know that you know makes you deserving you know, of the Hall of Fame and the numbers. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. he had unbelievable numbers, uh, so that's I, where Peter, why Peter said that. I think uh,
0: it'll be interesting to see, and I don't know if we'll ever know. But yeah, uh, when we do our um, midseason roundup interview um, or episode, I guess I should say, when we talk about what's what's gone on in the two thousand sixteen season so far and kind of the failings of the bullpen and the pitching and everything, one of the things that you can't dispute is how well they've been hitting. And I'm wondering if the fact that after Edgar Martinez comes in after the All-Star break last year becomes a Mariners hitting coach, now all of a sudden the Mariners have the best batting average they've had since 2007. They've hit the most home runs before the All-Star break. They've hit since, like, 2001. Um, If the fact that he's actually helping the team hit better will actually also reflect on him a little bit. Uh, as a as a hitter just just
1: more proof that Edgar is a
0: great hitter if he can teach this terrible hitting team how to hit a ball
1: yeah I mean yeah the writers who vote for this they probably won't consider that be this based on what you did as a player having said that it does give you a little bit more notoriety or or more publicity I should say and and it could could be a factor I mean Edgar was the only coach that this new regime kept from last year The only Mm -hmm. coach everybody else got you know cleaned house so they recognize even last year because even the end of last year they were starting it oh yeah a little bit and so he he is given a lot of credit you know for the fact that they're hitting better um but yeah i mean it does prove he knows how to hit and he knows how to teach it um so that's that's a good thing
0: yeah well do you have any more any more thoughts on the uh on the current team, on how things are going, is there anyone that you are particularly pleasantly surprised about or uh, uh, unpleasantly surprised about, <laughs>
1: I guess I should say? Well, I mean, it shows you what Cano can do when he's healthy. I mean, he yeah. I mean, did have an all-star year, I mean, and he's great. Um, Cruz came in a little bit you know, better physically, and, and it's just you know weird. They've, they've, all these years they've had pitching, 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 couldn't hit. Suddenly they've got hitting and their pitching is not like not as strong as it has been. Yeah. they got this injury to Felix. You know, injury to Walker. Yeah, injury to Walker and Paxson. earlier in the season was yeah. you know injured, and so you just, just that's baseball. You know, you got to you got to be healthy in you've got to be able to do both. Deal. And. So I'm still, you know, somewhat optimistic. I'm disappointed. How dare you? <laughs> well, somewhat. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to hold out this because I'm not very enamored with the coaching, you know, from, mm-hmm. from just, you know, playing the game. Uh, I will put a plug in for Sean O'Malley, our Southridge player uh, from the local boys. So yeah. A, I, I would say shirt.
0: he's a very pleasant surprise. Yeah.
1: That's the that's the one pleasant surprise. So I'm, I'm always rooting for him. I mean, I root for all the Mariners, but especially for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I do have one more Ken Griffey story if you got time. Shoot, go for it. Um, so, Ken Griffey, when he's been interviewed by Peter Gammons, he had so many great stories and I won't bore you with all of them, but one was pretty good that everybody enjoyed. He was talking about when he was uh, 12 years old and he was pitching. He was a pitcher. Oh, I not And that. he was pitching uh, essentially a Little League game. Okay. And in? In Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania, okay. And uh, he's Having struggled. He's struggling. Can't find the plays. Walk him batters. And he said, there's a lady in the crowd that's just riding me. I mean, she is all over me. <laughs> and just in my face and yelling. And, and hey, he's 12. And he's 12. Well, you know how some of these little league baseball oh, players yeah. can be. Oh, yeah. And just all over him. And and his mom was in the stands too. And he's 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 hearing this lady at the bottom, and he throws another ball. And finally, his mom, King Griffey Jr.'s mom, stands up and she goes, Get it hit the batter. And Kim goes, what? And she goes, hit the batter. So King goes, "Well, I hit the batter. You know, and it, it hit him hard and went down and stuff. And so the next guy gets up, and his mother stood up and yelled at the other woman and says, if you don't shut up, I'm going to have him hit the next batter. <laughs> <laughs> apparently she did. But that's just, you know, and he told that so relaxed and so good, and he had a, he had a bunch of other stories like that <laughs> It's, it's, it was great because he was just more at ease and he was articulate and just and he'd be a great guy to sit down and have a beer with and, and talk stuff like that. except he doesn't drink so you could have a oh. you know iced tea with him or something. That, that's 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 fine. Um, well, I'm here to say it first.
0: Uh, this is a big surprise for all the listeners. We are going to have Ken Griffey. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking, everybody. I'm sorry. Thanks for thanks for hanging on that for a little bit. Um, anyway. Thanks for coming on. Sure. That was my pleasure. Um, like I'm glad you him. had fun. I'm I listen super... to every
1: podcast, and it's not just because you're my son. Oh, it's, it's thank you. It's because, you know, they, they, I can relate to it. <laughs> I'm a diehard Mariner fan, and it's, you know, emphasis on die. Hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, thanks. Thanks for doing this. And uh, for the listeners out there, thanks for uh, listening to this uh, little kind of mini episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I hope it made you a little bit nostalgic. Uh, for back when uh, we had some consistently awesome winning teams and we had Griffey and Egger and Kneehouse and, uh, and Radio and times were good and nothing was bad. Um, find us again on uh, iTunes. Rate and review us. Give us some tasty stars. Uh, give us a review. Those are starting to show up as well. Uh, find us on SoundCloud, yoypodcast, at gmail.com. Send us an email. Send us an email. If you were hit by King Griffey Jr. Uh, while he was pitching, we want to know about it. Send us an email. If you yelled at King Griffey Jr. while he was pitching, we want to know about it. Send us an email. Uh, if you took PEDs and uh, couldn't get into the Hall of Fame, uh, Barry Bonds, we want to hear from you. Mark McGuire, we want to hear from you. Uh, Brett Boone, I don't know why I keep saying this name on my list. It's weird. I, I don't think he did anything. that that His head size is pure coincidence. Um, anyway, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll uh, see you around soon for our mid-season update. Thanks, everyone.